Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Well, welcome back to the Servants of Grace theology segment. My name is Dave, and today one of our listeners writes in, and they have a great question. Does God get angry as we do? What a great question. Uh, The Lord does get angry, and still, people must not equate the anger of God with the human emotion of anger. For example, Ephesians 4, 26 through 27, it tells Bible readers it is possible to experience anger but not sin. And so the Lord cannot sin, and so his anger, unlike our experience of anger, is righteous. The Lord gets angry with people uh, when they sin because it violates his character, his holy character. The Lord is just, he's holy, he's righteous, and none of these attributes can be compromised. The Lord was angry with the nation of Israel, with Israel's king, every time they turned away from him. Canaan's wicked practices, such as child sacrifice and sexual perversion, it aroused the anger of God, and so he sent Israel to destroy them entirely, to remove wickedness from the land. God's anger is directed at what would harm his people and their relationship with him. In fact, Jesus got angry with the religious leaders and teachers of his day for using religion for their gain and keeping people in bondage. Uh, Romans 1.18 teaches that the anger or the wrath of God comes against the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. In fact, the Lord gets angry at the wickedness in people, and he opposed that wickedness to help them turn from evil that they might find hope in him. In fact, even in the anger of God, his motivation is love for people to see them reconciled to himself. Those who have believed upon Jesus are no longer under the wrath of God because Jesus experienced the full weight and the fury of God the Father at the cross. And Jesus' death satisfied the wrath of God. Now there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, Romans 8.1 says. Now, being angry at God is something that both Christians and non-Christians have experienced. When we get angry with God, it's not so much why God we ask, but why me, God? This reveals two flaws in our thinking. As Christians, we often operate under the idea that life should be easy, that the Lord should prevent tragedy in our lives. And and second, when we don't understand the extent of God's sovereignty, we lose confidence in his ability to control every circumstance of our lives. And then we get angry because it, it seems like he has lost control of the universe. And when this happens, we easily blame all things on the Lord and get angry at him for preventing it, revealing the first flaw in our thinking, that we deserve to be immune from all the circumstances of our lives. And what we need to understand is that the Lord is in control of all of creation. Everything that happens is either caused or allowed by God. In Matthew 10, 29-31, not even a sparrow falls to the ground, nor a hair from our head without the Lord knowing it. 
Christians might complain or even blame God for what's happening in their lives. But you see, if they trust him and they give their pain to him, he can and he will grant them peace. And so we might be angry at God for many reasons. But you see, we have to accept that the Lord is in control of all of history and of our personal history. In fact, the sovereignty of God, it helps Christians. It, it doesn't hinder them. And when we see our difficulty in the light of the word of God, we discover scripture teaches that God works all things together for our good, as Romans eight twenty eight says. The Lord has a perfect plan and a perfect purpose, which cannot be thwarted. In fact, Job 5, 7 says, he reminds us that man is born to trouble as surely as sparks fly upward, and that life is short and full of trouble in Job 14, verse 1. Just because we turn to Jesus for salvation from sin, it doesn't mean that we're we're guaranteed a life free from problems. In fact, Jesus himself said in John 1, 33, John 16, 33, uh, in this world, you will have trouble, but he has overcome the world. In fact, Jesus enables the people of God to have peace despite the storms that rage around them. Inappropriate anger is a sin. Ungodly anger, it gives the devil a foothold and it can destroy the peace and the joy of the people of God if they hang on to it. And further, holding on to anger will, will only allow resentment to grow in our hearts. Christian must confess their anger to the Lord. And then in confessing our anger to the Lord, we can bring it to him in prayer. The Lord knows our hearts. He knows that, that we may try to hide how we genuinely feel. Talking to the Lord about how we feel is critical to handle our anger or our grief. If we do so humbly, pouring out our hearts to the Lord, he will work in his people to make them more like himself. Now, every Christian can trust the Lord. The Lord is compassionate. He's full of grace and love, but he's also holy. And, and as Christians, we can entrust our lives to the Lord. When difficulties happen, the Lord uses them to draw the people of God closer to himself, to strengthen our faith, and to bring them to maturity. Then Christians can be a comforting presence to others and point them to Christ. And so anger at the Lord, it results from an inability or an unwillingness to trust the Lord, even when we don't understand what he's doing. Anger at the Lord is telling God that he's done something wrong, which he never has. The Lord understands why we get angry. He also knows how painful and challenging life can be. So instead of being angry with the Lord, trust the Lord. Pour out your heart to the Lord in prayer, trusting that he is in control of all things, including your pain. You see, at the cross, Jesus satisfied the wrath of God against sinners. And Jesus at Calvary, he offered himself as an atoning sacrifice, removing our guilt and turning the Father's wrath away from sinners. Sadly, God's wrath is often a foreign concept uh, today, and many uh, in the American church who minimize God's justice and wrath if the Lord does not get angry at sin, there's no way for Bible readers to affirm the other biblical teachings about the righteousness of Christ and God's goodness and holiness. In fact, if the Lord is not wrathful towards the unsaved, then the previous mentioned traits of God's character are all hollow and shallow. In fact, the only way to understand the, the rightness or the wrongness of human anger, it's found in the light of the Lord's anger. In fact, in affirming that the Lord gets angry, we must not ascribe our imperfections to the Creator. The Lord's uh, anger is never irritation, but ours can be. 
The Lord is not prone to fly off the handle or to have a fit of rage. The Lord uh, further never tires. He never gets irritable. The anger of God is always righteous because he's always righteous. And Christians can sometimes think the Lord is out to get them. While our sin as Christians will incur the displeasure and the discipline of God, the Lord has made propitiation for all who trust in him alone for salvation. God's wrath is not upon the Christian. If you have not yet trusted in the finished and sufficient work of the Lord Jesus, do not think that the Father's patience towards you mean that he's not angry with you. Please repent and believe upon the Lord Jesus because he alone is your only hope and treasure to avert the wrath of God the Father. Well, I want to thank you for listening or watching this episode of the Servants of Grace Theology segment. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.